Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave and welcome to the year 2018. It happened. We made it. We survived. Some of us. Uh, There's that whole thing about California falling off the country, but we don't want to talk about negative things right now. That didn't happen. I'm just kidding. Uh, sorry for my voice. I'm <laughs> fighting a few bugs, but uh, we will persevere as, as they say. Um, so yeah, this is our first episode recorded in the new year. We did, uh, our Christmas office party thing that was recorded before the new year. And it was the first episode of the new year, but still, it was just our mess around end of the year, fun, good time, happy go lucky thing. This is our first episode of 2018 and we are going to talk about all things 2017. Uh, we're going to do a little best of type deal conversation to coincide with an article that was released on AtomicGeekdom.com with a few of us from Atomic Geekdom posting our favorites of 2017 in the worlds of movies, uh, TV, books, music, video games, all that good stuff. So you can head on to AtomicGeekdom.com to check that out. But joining me to talk about it today is Johnny. Hi. And of course, Kyle. Hello, everyone. Oh, hey, Kyle. Hey, Johnny. Whoa, mm. what, a, what a coincidence. I know, it's been a while. <laughs> That's a terrible way to start 2018, buddy. Right, that was a really uh. bad Aaron Lewis, too. It wasn't really even a good impression. <laughs> it, was more, oh. it was more Scott Stapp than Aaron Lewis. Wow. No, I, I appreciate it, buddy. I You're appreciate welcome. it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, pre- I appreciate you. Creed covering, Creed covering stained. Oh, we did it. <clears throat> um, maybe 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 2018 won't be so shit, you guys. That depends on if you're a stained fan. <laughs> oh. Which I am. I mean, I I don't I like stained. I was never a hater. Yeah, well, I mean that they did come out with a new album in 2017. I personally didn't think it was like their end all be all, like their greatest album. It was a good album, but it wasn't a great album. I think I remember one song by them, and that's that's it. Mm. So yeah, I mean, it stains stains a band that's that's been around for a while. I mean, their their look has changed. Their music hasn't changed. They've gotten really softer. All that much. They've gotten softer. Yeah, more yeah. ballady, more ballady than metal or new metal or whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. and if there's one thing we hate in America, it's softness. <clears throat> right. Get it out of here. We're all about being tough Trump supporting Americans. Oh, all about Trump. I got Making my... America great again. All right. Listen, I don't take anyone seriously unless they're yelling and bragging about their own accomplishments. If you're not telling me how great you are, how am I going to know and how am I going to trust you? I'm going to interrupt you for a second to tell you how smart I am and to... Ooh. Uh, let everybody know some good news. Uh, this episode, I'm going to get it out right away, is brought to you by Wizard World. And Ooh. it is brought to you by them because they're going to be in St. Louis on February 2nd through February 4th. And if you use the code ATOMIC20, A-T-O-M-I-C-20, at checkout, you'll get 20% off your ticket. 20% Ooh. off, people. We uh, have a sponsor. And we're actually going to be doing a giveaway to give away three, uh, a pair of three-day passes. So that's two passes to all three days for uh, Wizard World St. Louis. Uh, that code, Atomic20, works for, I'm told, every city. So you can get 20% off on any of them that are coming to you soon. But right now we're talking about St. Louis, because that's the closest one. 
uh, February 2nd through the 4th. Um, this year's lineup includes the Winter Soldier himself, Sebastian Stan, uh, the man who always dies, Sean Bean. <laughs> uh, yeah. The other guy who's dying a lot, Sean Astin. But uh, do you think that Sean Bean will die for everybody <clears throat> at the con? No. You maybe, don't think he'll, he'll do even one death for us? Like at the uh, in his panel, he'll just die? Yeah. I mean, I suppose he could if you asked. <laughs> I don't see any reason why he shouldn't. I mean, the fans expect it. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting joining him on like a Lord of the Rings panel is Sean Astin and Billy Boyd, who will be there as well. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Bonnie Wright will be there from Harry Potter. John Barrowman, of course, from Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Arrow, and all the Arrowverse shows. And uh, mm. Nichelle Nichols from Star Trek, and many more. Now, what character does Michelle Nichols play? Uhura. Horror. Oh, okay. All right. Classic. Classic. She's classic, the original classic, classic. Uhura. I I was racking my brain trying to figure out who she is on Discovery. Oh no. <laughs> How that name doesn't sound familiar? I'm pretty familiar with Discovery. But yeah, I guess I didn't look outside <clears throat> Discovery. So that code again, Atomic Twenty. Uh, that'll be uh, alive and active by the end of the day Wednesday, the tenth. Uh, so if it's still not working, just try it on the eleventh, and you'll get your twenty percent off. Atomic 20 at checkout. Uh, check them out in St. Louis, and we'll be at a few of these this year, uh, these Wizard Worlds. So we'll we'll post on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom, and you can find out where we're going to be, and you can meet up with us, end up in our YouTube video, and all kinds of good stuff. Um, and there will be more about the giveaway coming very, very soon, because I have to post about it and make the you know rules and stuff very clear, which mm-hmm. this just came to me today, so I haven't had time to do that. But... You can still use an Atomic 20 and get 20% off, but we will give away a pair of three-day passes um, very, very soon. So we'll do the giveaway by the end of this week. It'll be on our Twitter, on the website, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, You can enter to win. So there. That's really cool news. I did not know that. Yeah, that's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, Yeah. Was it all thanks to Jerry? He had nothing to do with it. Ah, oh, but Jerry's the best. He has everything to do with everything. This is thanks to Sammy, who um, I've been conversing with for the past couple months. Oh, hi, Sammy. So, um, all right, well, let's dig into the best of 2017. Uh, we'll start with uh, video games. Oh. Since Johnny was the only one in the article that posted video games. Uh, we'll yeah, s- what's going on? Nobody nobody played any good games this year? The, well, uh, I mean, it was originally Justin and Jenny's article that I've kind of taken over on, so they didn't, neither of them play video games too often. Okay. I'm I sure if Justin had wrote a, written a paragraph about it, it'd just be about South Park. Yeah, well, I, that, 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 uh, mm-hmm. that definitely deserves to be on a list of best games of the year, because I, I ended up playing, uh, uh, I got the, the, the bundle, the package, of the you got the first one, one free yeah yeah where you get the first one attached to it so it was like 35 bucks because it was on sale it was during christmas um so it was very recently that i played it so it was on it was only like 35 bucks you got the full how fast uh, you... fractured butthole and then the and then the full stick of truth how how quickly do you play i mean like how many hours are into that game do you do you beat it uh i try to do everything i can on on one run you know like get all the trophies if it's a game that I really like, I, I try to 100% it. So um, I'll oh. try to do everything I can on the first run. And then, and, and that can take, you know, it depends. I think Stick of Truth probably took me 20 some odd hours. Fractured to, to butthole. Get I it. get it now. 
fractured <laughs> butthole. Yeah. I get it. Uh, so Stick of Truth only took me like it took me like 20 hours, but that was like going slow and listening to all the the cutscenes and doing as many of the side quests as I could and all that stuff. And then when I replayed it to get all the trophies, it was just kind of a quick run through, um, which I knocked out pretty quickly. And then, dude, the seriously, I had no idea how good these games were. I'd heard a lot of really good things, but I always kind of felt like, ah, this this type of game isn't for me. It's not up my alley in any way. But neither are fighting games, and I ended up really loving Injustice 2. So uh, I, I went for it because it was on sale. And seriously, the, the South Park Fractured But Whole game is one of the best episodes of South Park ever. It's super funny. The story is really, really, like, very classic South Park. The fighting is pretty cool. It's like a turn-based, um, like, RPG <clears throat> system. And you get to have buddies, so you get to have all the different South Park kids, but as their superhero personas, you know, so Kyle is Human Kite, uh, Cartman is the Coon, Butters is Professor Chaos, so that, that you just get to, you get to pick and choose your team, you get three buddies, so it's like, it really is like playing an episode of South Park, just like, just like the Stick of Truth was, but this genre, the superhero stuff, it's definitely more up my alley, so it was unexpectedly fantastic absolutely one of the best games of the year i think all right uh yeah i didn't i i got the bundle too uh when i was at gamestop and i just haven't had time to play either of them i started yeah. the 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 first one on pc so many well however many years ago that it first came out and i never went back to it it's definitely worth <clears> the playthrough man definitely check it out i think once you start once you really start and you get into the, the meat of the story, it's kind of hard to put it down. I found myself at like two o'clock in the morning going, I got to stop. I got to turn this off because I have to go to bed. Uh, but it was so hard to because it, it's just it, it, it really is a lot of fun. And then the other great game, and I've ta I talk about it all the time, so I won't spend too much time on it, is Injustice 2. Freaking love that game. It, it is. I'm terrible at fighting games, but I love playing this game. I suck online. I get my ass kicked like every single time I go online. I get whooped, but I do love playing the different DC characters. And uh, just today, as we're recording this, Enchantress came out as a playable character, and I've been playing her uh, most of the day, and she is a lot of fun. She's really cool. And we got the Turtles to look forward to coming out uh, next month. <clears throat> so the, this game is by far, it definitely deserved Best Fighting Game of the Year, I think. Uh, and for me, it's the best game of the year. I have to agree with Johnny on the best fighting game. I love Injustice 2. I have not played it recently, so I haven't played... I really haven't played any of the DLC characters. I've I've beaten the campaign, but I haven't gone back and uh, like replayed it to beat it mm -hmm. again to get all the achievements. Um, it's it's just something with me that it's it's you know busy life. Try to sit down and play a video game, but when there's other things that you have to do it kind of gets in the way but like for that first week of it coming out i do i love playing that game it uh it was amazing it is amazing and then i think uh the other game this year for me was uh battlefront 2 i, I love the campaign oh, of it okay um i mean amidst all the controversy that ea has i i still think it's a great game uh, I haven't played too much online, but the campaign is amazing. It's it's much better than uh, the first Battlefront uh, game that EA put out two years ago now. So is Battlefront Battlefront's like uh, like Call of Duty where they come out with a new one every year, right? 
No. 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 Okay. I mean, they're used. They had old Battlefront versions for like PS3 and PS2. Oh, hold on. Sorry, I'm I'm totally spacing a Battlefront. I'm. You were thinking of Battlefield. I was thinking of Battlefield. You're talking about Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, there, there was a lot of controversy about about them. But yeah. There's like laws passing now because of that game regarding uh, gambling the, and the video games purchasing, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's the same kind of messed up crap that happened with like uh, World of Warcraft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I guess it's kind of nice that it ended up happening because we're finally getting that, that real discussion of look, loot boxes are bullshit. I'm tired of every game having Something has to be done about it. Every game doesn't need a stupid loot box system. Like, WWE 2K18 has it, Madden has it, Battlefront mm-hmm. has it. Like, let's let's get rid of this crap already. I, I, know the, I know the game that really, like, impacted it, like, that really, like, well, helped it was, like, Overwatch. Um, I didn't play too much of Overwatch, and I thought the loot boxes, all that, all that they did was just skins and, like, emotes for it. Yeah, it they really are. didn't help out players with it. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Everything you can get on those loot boxes is is aesthetic. You know, it's voice, different voice lines, different costumes. It's no like you get. There's nothing like uh, where you upgrade your character from stuff that comes out of there. You just get to alter their appearance and stuff like that, and which is what Injustice Two is as well. And I, and I think that's the way to do loot boxes, is you don't put stuff in there that's going to make you a better character if you have to spend real money on on getting it. But you but you know but putting skins and different voice lines or different animations in there that's totally i think that's totally fine well that's the other thing with injustice 2 as well i mean you have to like to get jay garrick the jay garrick's in you have to do source crystals now you can get those throughout the game or you could pay money to get the source crystals and pay for it then and there mm-hmm. so which i which was a big turnoff for me to get jay garrick or any of those so it's just like just banking all those source crystals and hoping one day to get the skin for jay garrick but yeah that day is yet to come uh i just started battlefront 2 because i wanted to finish the battlefront 2 book before i started playing the campaign mode and uh i didn't read it i listened to it on audio because janina gavankar was doing the voice and she plays mm-hmm. iden versio and i love her and Ida Versio is now my favorite Star Wars character. Um, yeah, she's... Oh, sorry, Dave. Uh, in the book, uh, there's, it's a little more in-depth than I expected. She's not just straight-up Imperial. She's got feelings. It's crazy to see a Stormtrooper-type character with feelings um, that's not you know, going over to the light side, like Finn. But um, <clears throat> the book was good. Uh, I feel like it didn't really pick up until their mission started, and then it kind of got, got real... Into it. It's the formation of uh, the the Inferno Squad in the book, and then their first mission after the first Death Star is destroyed, and then this next. And then the game, of course, obviously takes place on and uh, after the the second one is destroyed. Um, so yeah, I just started it and I just screwed it up because I skipped a cutscene, which the cutscenes are incredible, mm-hmm. uh, and I accidentally skipped it to get to this podcast recording. Uh, yeah, and I mean, there's some, there's some ties for Battlefront Two into the Last Jedi. Well, one, I guess. It's wait, a very... Was there like a DLC pack that released for the Last Jedi? 
Uh, it was. It takes the DLC pack takes place during the Force Awakens timeline. Well, oh, okay. then I guess is still Last Jedi, but um, well, I don't know how far Dave is, so I really don't want to say too much. Yeah, don't. Okay. So, but there's something that I'll just say. There's something that ties into the Last Jedi in Battlefront Two. It's very small, but it it does tie into there, and I. I didn't notice it until... Is it the same thing that um, ties into Rogue One? Because Rogue, um, Rogue One ties into The Last so, Jedi very briefly. Uh, kind... Not really. It's... But it's it's like a... Well, you know what the Rogue One Easter egg is, right? Yeah, it's the uh, uh, hyperdrive. It's the light speed tracking. Right. Yeah, no, this is something... Something even smaller, but well, I digress. We go on. Hmm. Well, I've never played a Battlefront game. <clears throat> Wait, uh, you never did? Sound... No, no, not, never. Well, not even the original Battlefront two, really? Is isn't it like first person shooter? First and third. First and third. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. I, I tend to not invest in first person shooters because I'm even worse at those than I am at fighting games. Well, I only uh. got it because I hate. I hate online game. I hate those kind of games too. But they have a campaign mode finally. And now that there's a story to play within this game, I wanted to get it, and the cutscenes are incredible. And you can mm-hmm. change it from first person to third person, so... Okay, that's... yeah, that's nice. I like that. Yeah, okay. Oh, maybe I'll check it out then. I, I think w- when I started hearing all this controversy about the loot boxes and stuff, that was just another reason to not spend any money on Battlefront 2. Um, a lot of people but... complain about how short the campaign mode is, too. Oh, well, that's... that's... Maybe I'll wait for it to go on sale like I did the fractured but whole. But I mean, with the with the DLC, it it adds to it, so it's it's a little bit longer. Okay. Well, cool. I might check it out. Then doesn't sound as terrible as I thought it would wind up being. Uh, I would have to say the game of the year for me would be Resident Evil Biohazard. If that came oh, out, really? If that came out in 2017, I don't even know. That's when I played it. So game of the year, no matter what year it came out, it's game of the year of 2017. It was close enough to 2017. All right, all right. That's cool. I have no idea nor inclination to look up when it actually came out. I'm a little surprised. I thought you would say something like uh, Zelda because you've been raving about that since since it came out this year. I haven't beaten it. Oh, really? I haven't had time. Okay. Oh yeah, it'd be like Zelda, Mario Odyssey. Those those are great games. I just haven't had time to mm-hmm. fully beat them, and I'm a completionist, so I can't just start Zelda and not do all the side quests and everything that go along with it. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same here. Some games are tough to play if you're a completionist. <clears throat> um. All right. Anything else from the world of gaming you want to talk about before we move to the next one? Uh. No, I mean every everything else is looking forward to something in 2018. Like uh, you know, obviously looking forward to The Last of Us Part Two and Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, okay, uh, Resident yeah, Evil came out in January of 2017, so it counts. That yep. counts. All right. Um, I'm sorry. What was Red Dead Redemption? Is that the one you just said? Yep. Okay. Red Dead Redemption Two was supposed to come out in 2017, but then they pushed it back to unknown 2018. Hmm. I've never played a Red Dead Redemption. I played the first one. I never completed it, uh, but 
thankfully it's on uh, backwards compatibility for Xbox, so I can go back and play it. But sad thing is I have to start from the very beginning because my save never saved in the cloud. Oh, no. Yeah. That's Microsoft. Well, that's all right. It's probably been so long yet you would want to replay You want to refresh it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's true. I mean, and it, it 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 plays like a Grand Theft Auto game because it's by Rockstar, so it's very, very character driven. I think. Mm-hmm. I replayed a lot of games this year. You know, I replayed The Last of Us. I actually replayed that a couple times. Um, and then they released a PS4 version of Final Fantasy IX, so I played and beat that. Uh, replayed Final Fantasy X, uh, both the Kingdom Hearts games because I got that that Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 bundle deal and then the arkham games everything but origins because they didn't come you know there was no sale or bundle for it on the ps4 at all but i I got all three of the arkham games for the ps4 and played through the story modes of those and i'm kind of here and there 100 percenting the trophies but god damn those are some good games man i forgot how good the batman arkham series was until i revisited it from the beginning and played all the way through it just how how wonderfully it it uh, it improves with each game. Something about the game system or abilities or gadgets or gliding or something updates or improves with the next game, like, every time. Yeah, I definitely agree with that, except for the Batmobile and uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah, you know, I, I was one of those guys when Arkham Knight first came out that, that I was very much against the Batmobile. I hated how often you had to use it. Uh, that that you couldn't get around it. That some of the fights revolved around the 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 Batmobile, and you couldn't progress the story unless you did the fight. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I just wasn't digging the Batmobile. But on this playthrough, I actually had a really good time with it. I really enjoy. I like doing all the races. Um, so it, so it really didn't bother me this time. Maybe it's because I knew I was going to get into it. But I actually enjoyed some of the some of the Batmobile stuff. Some of the tank you know, AR missions and stuff like that. That was my favorite Arkham game story-wise, although I hated the reveal of who the knight was because mm-hmm. um, it was too stupid. I would have. Well, everyone to... knew who it was, but they kept trying to say that this is a new original character. They, they tried to pull a, a, a con? Star Trek Into Darkness con, yeah. Yeah. No, we swear it's not Jason Todd. <laughs> no. He's an original character. Well, yes, the Arkham Knight is an original character, but not the person playing him. <laughs> if you straight up lie to your audience and say it's not X person, then you better it, it better not be that person. I think they have to find a better way of hiding spoiler. I mean, it's hard to hide spoilers this day and age because everybody needs to know and everybody's trying to take pictures on set and you know all this other garbage and leaking things from studios and stuff like that. So I understand their need to try, but yes, yeah, staying stating flat out that this person's not who it is is kind of putting a red flag on it. Mm-hmm. So I think you could have I think you could have done a Batman Arkham game and just had Red Hood in place of of the Arkham Knight. And just because the audience already knows who Red Hood is doesn't mean the game can't have twists and turns. I mean there were still twists like uh like the whole again spoilers for well not again but spoilers for Arkham, the whole reveal at the end of the game when Scarecrow unmasks Bruce Wayne as Batman to the entire world nobody you know we didn't see that coming necessarily mm-hmm. that's not something you can predict you can say that would be cool if that happened but that that ended that essentially ended that that arkham series 
And I think many of us didn't expect that that would be the end of the series. So you could still have twists and turns and and use Red Hood and still have it be meaningful. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's a lot of time on something that we didn't originally have uh, something planned to, to write about, huh? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to let's get music out of the way because I don't think Johnny has much to add for music. So we'll do briefly talk about music. And I'll let you start, Johnny, since you had, I think, one thing in your story in the article. Yeah, and actually, I've added another thing since then. I did not realize that Eminem's new album came out in December, um, on December 15th. Actually, my brother hit me up today and told me, or asked if I had been listening to it. So uh, I grabbed that real quick and uh, been listening to some of that. That's a really good album so far. I I really like it, really enjoy it. Um, But that's pretty typical of Eminem. If it's not great, it's, it's, it's just good enough to be worth listening to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I've been listening to so much like orchestral music. Um, there's a, a company called High Finesse that creates music for trailers. They've done a lot of the Marvel trailers. They've done a lot of uh, like big action uh, action piece trailers. And so the music that they've created is specifically for a trailer, and then they just put it on their website for you to listen to. And a lot of the stuff that they have is really amazing. Like when you listen to uh, Dystopia, that's the song Dystopia, it is for Doctor Strange, and you can totally tell that it was created like just for Doctor Strange because it fits so perfectly. Um, and so uh, so that's orchestra music and, and Broadway music. been listening to a lot of uh, Book, and, Book of Mormon and... and uh, uh, what's it called? Hamilton this year. So while a lot of it's not original or new to 2017, it's stuff that I've discovered or, or really gotten into in 2017. So aside from those, I, yeah, I really got nothing. There was no, no breaking Benjamin album. So I don't care about music. <laughs> That's this year. Just a new single mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, their, their whole album's coming out this year in a couple right. months, I think. Right. Yeah. 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 So, That'll that'll be good. That'll make my that'll probably make my best of 2018, just because Breaking Benjamin's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so of the albums that came out this year, I mean, you got Foo Fighters, Demon Head or Demon Hunter, uh, Fozzy, Power Man 5000, and what year is uh, it? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is the year of we're all. <laughs> it's it's 1985 actually. Um, and then, I mean, Linkin Park, uh, came out with One More Light Live, well, uh, one more a light, great album. One More Light came out in 2017. And, yep, and One More Light. Um, and then, um, yeah, but I think, uh, I don't, like, my favorite album out of those would, I, I constantly listen to, um, I guess two of them would be Power Man 5000 and Fozzie's Judas so I think those are pretty good. The the Foo Fighters album was okay. It wasn't anything like Sonic Highway, which was it's kind of a letdown. But I mean, every every album can't always be a grand slam. There could be a could be a good album, but it wasn't like, oh yes, this is this is amazing. It's better than sliced bread. Uh, I always go by "Wake Me Up When There's a New Foo Fighters Album." Uh, music sucks till then. <laughs> um but for me um 
music sucked this year. Um, Chris Cornell died. Chester mm-hmm. died. Uh, but the ones that made my list were Paramore's new album. I liked a lot. Uh, the Foo Fighters album, the so- Stranger Things soundtrack. Um, oh yeah, I can listen to great both, 80s stuff to both the music and the score. Um, are a lot of fun to listen to. Uh, Story of the Year kind of crowdsourced their latest album, and I love uh, Wolves. It's a very good album. And uh, One More Light, it made my number one, which I have to admit I didn't like and was disappointed with when it first came out because I was hoping they'd get a little heavier again and it was a little less heavy, a little more poppy. But um, I can't stop listening to it now because it takes on a whole new meaning and the music seems to be better. Um kind of the message of the lyrics and everything has kind of taken on a new meaning. Um, and I've got a, maybe a better appreciation of it too. Uh, and I enjoyed it a lot. So, um, uh, yeah. Music. Yeah. I agree with what you're, I agree with what you're saying about one more light. I did <clears> not, <throat> I did not like it when it first came out. I, I couldn't really listen to it, but then you no, know, it, it's, it sucks to say, but after, after Chester passed away, I mean, listening to it, it it did, it it did as you said, brought on a whole new meaning to this album, and I mean it it it's everything that like he was he was fighting uh, with, and it was one way to do it was through music, and that we can all appreciate or and thank him for, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, I think we'll move on from music. There, not a whole lot to say. We're not really a music podcast, so. We don't need mm-hmm. to stick around for that. Let's talk books, comic books, graphic novels, that kind of thing. Uh, Kyle, I'll let you start. Oh, um, I mean, most recently it was Doomsday Clock uh, started. Mm-hmm. Um, loving those first those first two issues. Um, other than that, uh, not. I mean, Dark Knight three ended this year. It was a so so book. Um, and book wise, I mean, I started to read Jurassic Park. Uh, haven't gotten to finish it yet, but that's probably my plan for this year is to actually finish Jurassic Park and then read Lost World. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're reading the originals by Michael Crichton. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and it's so far it's like because because I've seen Jurassic Park. Oh, excuse me, I'm gonna burp. Because uh, I've Don't seen. Don't do it. Don't do it, Kyle. Because I've seen Jurassic Park so many times. Oh, excuse me. Uh, going, going and reading this book is like, it's like it's a whole. It it is completely different, which is why I like it, and I wish they would have made that movie instead. Because it would have been a li- like a little bit more interesting than it already is. I mean, I love Jurassic Park. It's it's a near perfect film, but I think this book made into a movie like page for page would have been amazing Mm. for what I've read. I've never gone back and actually read the, the source material. Um, I, I think at one point I, I, I wanted to, or, or I started to, I think, I think, uh, my family had a copy of it at our house and I think I probably started to get into it, but, uh, I obviously didn't finish it. At least I don't remember finishing it. Yeah. Oh, and 
Dark Knight's Metal. That's a confusing book. That came out this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to like that, but I ended up hating it. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for the graphic novel to come out. But everyone appeared. Everyone apparently liked all the the spinoff books, all the the tie-ins. Yeah, the tie-ins. I mean, the only Dark World, I guess you want to call it, uh, Batman character I liked was the female one. And the the Aquaman one. Yeah, I Rockwell lady really didn't care. The Green Lantern one was okay because um, that started with him as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I really I, it was really dumb. I didn't. I expected more, I guess, from Snyder. Yeah, the man who laughs or the Batman who laughs uh, is an interesting take on him. Um, but uh. But Batman stealing the Speed Force and Batman becoming a cyborg-ish kind of thing is really weird. Well, the whole so Al- the whole robotic cybernetic Alfreds. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a bit much. Yeah, I I wasn't interested when they first announced it, and I tried a couple of issues, and I just couldn't get into it. I think it, in in a in a universe in the DC universe where you have hundreds and hundreds of characters to choose from they constantly keep going back to batman for 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 stories or for events and i just just i'm not i'm not into it anymore give me something else give me a you know how great would that have been if it would have been totally off the wall and like an evil an evil group of plastic men or you know don't don't do the traditional um crime syndicate you know so don't do like an evil justice league but pick something obscure and really shed some light on that character and bring that character to the forefront batman's already popular he doesn't need an event like this so just just come on dc stop well, stop milking that I don't, dc i don't think it was a dc initiative i think they let scott snyder do his idea and that's why it was batman well yeah but if if let's say let's say uh they let's say they you know, I guess that's going to go down into a, into a whole different conversation. I'll just say that I do think that that if they're going to invest time, if they're going to say, hey, there's going to be this big ongoing story, Batman isn't the guy to turn to anymore because everybody knows who Batman is. We don't need any more stories with Batman as far as like, you know, the big crossover events. Just do do something else, anything other than Batman. Okay. Or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to get your... Well, I mean, the Flash War is coming this year. So you're going to get Flash your... The Flash War is coming. Yeah. Your... I mean, and you've already got the Doomsday Clock. Yep. Yep, yep. So That's yeah, going to finish up this year. So it, you're right. It was, it was probably just Scott Snyder saying, I've got this idea and I want to do it. And DC was probably like, oh, you've been real successful on Batman. We'll go ahead and let you do it. You have your... You have your little event. I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, but I, I can tell you the minute I found out it was all centered about centered on Batman, I wasn't interested. Uh, I checked it out and I tried it because sometimes it could be sometimes that that stuff is is really good. You know, when you think it's going to be bad or you won't be interested, you check it out and you're like, oh, my God, this is actually really speaks to me. This is amazing. But it wasn't. Did you have any? Uh, did you have any others, Kyle? Or I. I mean, uh, trying to catch up on Green Arrow, but I'm still far behind on that of uh, the Rebirth titles. Um, uh, I can't really think of anything else 
like that I picked up new this or in 2017. So yeah, I'm done. <laughs> uh, speaking of Batman, I thought Tom King did a great job when the rebirth started over and I loved the war of the jokes and riddles. Uh, I thought that run was great with the whole leading to the whole Catwoman proposed or Batman proposing to Catwoman. And I've enjoyed all of that since that started. Um, on my list also was the Lazarus contract Titans, uh, by, Oh yeah, that was a, that was a very short crossover. Christopher with Priest, Titans and Teen Titans. right? Christopher Priest, Benjamin Percy and Dan Abnett wrote that. Uh, I put doomsday clock on there because it's Jeff Johns. Uh, I, I, so far I haven't been to, I've been underwhelmed by it. Uh, but I'll give it time. It's only two issues in, um, Books-wise, I read Artemis by Andy Weir, and that was fantastic. If you like The Martian, uh, even if you didn't like The Martian, check it out. It's really good. And uh, I read Ahsoka, which is a Star Wars character by E.K. Johnston, and it's a book. It takes place after Clone Wars, but before Rebels, um, and talks about how she gets kind of back into the Rebellion, and it was really good. Interesting. Johnny? uh let's see um not really a great year for for books and comics for me uh i've completely dropped off reading marvel when when that astonishing ant-man run ended last year um that was really the only thing i was reading regularly i didn't care much for their crossover the the big the big event of marvel with the evil captain america i tried it and some of the stuff was good but the uh that that just it wasn't it didn't hold my interest and i found myself going all right just wrap it up and get to the get to the reshaping of the of the marvel universe you know after all this um wally's back in in dc rebirth and i know we've talked about that before uh and i kept i continue to read the titans ongoing series which i love i love all the characters i think they've nailed uh, Wally West. I think they've nailed uh, all the other members of the Titans, and it's a real shame because Brett Booth is is done on Titans. So that art, the, the, that wonderful art in Titans, it's going to change. I don't know who it's going to yet, but I can already feel myself going. Eh, I guess I don't need to read Titans right away. I can wait because Brett Booth was such a such a huge motivator for for reading Titans. Uh, I also read Doomsday Clock. I I did really enjoy the first issue. I thought the second issue was okay. Um, and I'm very excited to see where it goes moving forward. I talk about this every time uh, we, we talk about comics on Just Two Pals, but I uh, continue to read the Injustice 2 ongoing story. Really fun. It's just kind of a nice thing to know that each week they're going to come out with an Injustice story that I can read. Um, and I totally got on board with Action Comics this year, a series I never thought that I would read. Because I like Superman, but his stories have never, you know, for me, they've never been stories that I've this is cared the same, enough about. This is the same Superman from the Rebirth books with the the son and Mary to Lois and all that. Correct. Crap. I have Correct. not. I have not liked. It. <laughs> no. I haven't. I haven't, uh, I haven't read any of his books, but when he crosses over with Batman, I mean, he just did a like double date thing with Bruce and Selina and Lois and Clark. That was just weird. Oh, but that was the but that was the one that ended with both of them talking about how the other the other guy is a better man than him, right? Right, right. They, they, end up, they end up pretty much saying yeah, the exact, that was great. They end up saying the exact same thing about each other. Yeah, um, yeah. That was, I thought that was really really great. My favorite part is Lois and Clark are holding hands through the tunnel of love ride. Meanwhile, uh-huh. Selena's all up on Bruce's lap and they're making out. 
hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I haven't read the issue. I just read those panels. I think it was yeah. in one of those things like, uh, see, this is how you do Batman and Superman's relationship <laughs> right. kind of thing. Right. And then I remember, um, I remember it, some, great. somebody wrote uh, praising uh, the way they're handling Bruce and Selina, and they said that they should make a rom-com with Batman and, and Catwoman. And, <laughs> and and of course, it's a joke. You know, it's it's just obviously a joke. And I think the first person to jump out saying no one watched that was Matt from Two Broke Geeks. <laughs> oh, no, Matt. <laughs> But he's the right uh, one to watch. That. I'd watch it. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, if it a rom com, a rom com with Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Yes. It, it. I think it depends on what medium it is. You is get Ryan. I mean, we already saw that. Length. It was Dark Knight Rises. You get. <laughs> is it a full feature feature length movie? Is it an animated direct to DVD film? Is it a Netflix I'd watch it, exclusive? I'd watch it as a sitcom. <laughs> a sitcom. Yeah, I totally watch it as a sitcom, like mocking the DC. Right. Mocking sitcoms. Taking the piss out of DC Comics? Absolutely. That sounds really cool. You have Selena traveling the the stepmom waters of Damian Wayne. Of Damian Wayne, that's right. <laughs> I think it would be great. And then Alfred right. Alfred's your comic relief. You know how you know how much trouble the two of them could get into because Damian's a, a real little son of a gun and, and Catwoman is still a thief at heart. Right, right. And, and Bruce is like, Selena. Yeah, every episode every episode ends with finding out she stole something. <laughs> like the whole episode you think that it was damien that stole it and he keeps denying it but damien's a little piece of crap so you don't believe him right and then it turns out it was selena after he gets yeah. grounded, after he gets grounded to his room for stealing the answers to the quiz you find out selena was just trying to help him yeah that's right can you imagine damien sitting in his in his little robin themed bed all angry and then selena walks in and she goes hey big guy <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah. Catwoman calling him big guy. Big guy. Hey, yeah. big guy. Hey, sport. Hey, hey little, hey, little fella. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that for sure. Yeah, all right. It's greenlit. It'll be on Hulu. Um, It'll be on Hulu next year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hulu had some impressive stuff. I can't wait to talk about movies or TV shows. Um, okay, so wrap, wrapping it up, comics and stuff. Uh, I, I read um, – I actually read uh, a, a book that I didn't know had come out. Um, and I didn't put this on my list here because I totally forgot about it. Uh, but it's I, I read the series called Mistborn, the Mistborn series. And in 2016, they came out with a, a book called Mistborn Secret History, which is a kind of story that takes place in between a couple of the novels. And uh, and I did not realize that that came out. So I listened to that. Um, I think I don't think there was an audiobook for it. I actually read it, um, which is a feat. Because it's, I've totally invested in audiobooks because I feel like I don't have the patience. I need to be able to do something else while I'm reading a book, quote unquote. But mm-hmm. uh, but this this series I really enjoyed. So I read uh, I read the new Mistborn book that I did not realize had come out the previous year. And uh, let's see. Actually, the reason I got into action comics was because I really really loved uh, the the whole storyline about Lex Luthor being a Superman. And that's transitioned over into me reading it regularly for Superman. So comics, uh, there were some all right comics uh, this year. Some some I really loved and some that were okay. But I feel I, I'm so bummed out because there's just nothing at Marvel that I that I'm interested in reading. See, I'm the exact so. I'm in the exact opposite. I'm all in with a lot of the X Men books, and they've just started a a mini run with Rogue and Gambit. A six, yeah, a six I heard issue, about that mini run, and the first issue was awesome. 
kind of a return to these two characters, which I thought was great. Uh, where they're kind of sent on a mission where they have to be a couple going through couples therapy on this island where oh, oh, this island perfect. where mutants are disappearing. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. It was a great, great start. I'm looking forward. The, the next, the the end of the issue ends kind of like a romantic comedy sitcom type thing. It's hilarious. Uh, so I, I'm you know, and X Men Blue Gold, um, Astonishing X Men. I love because that's the book that Gambit's in, um, and it's been good. Uh, they brought back. Spoilers, if you didn't finish the last run uh, with um, shoot Shadow King. Uh, Shadow King and Xavier were battling it out in like the, the Shadow Realm or whatever they call it. And that's where, I guess, Xavier's consciousness has been this entire time, even though he's dead. Yeah, I heard about him, quote-unquote, um, returning. Yeah, he kind of made a deal with Phantom X, and Phantom X is now dead, and Xavier is in his body. Well, he's not dead, but his consciousness is stuck in that shadow kingdom or whatever and uh yeah he sacrificed himself so xavier could come back in phantom x's body but i have a feeling it's going to be short-lived um because he's there's something he's not telling the x-men and i think they're gonna hold him to task for whatever he's done Mm. and i I have a feeling it's it's not permanent do you think maybe xavier can hold a little press conference conference and remind the world that it's not cyclops's fault that he killed Xavier. I would like that, but Cyclops is dead anyways, and now it's just baby Cyclops. I hear that he's coming back. Yeah, I heard that too. I Jean, hear that he'll be back this year, and I, and I hope he is. Gene's back. They did the whole Gene Grey resurrection, or they're doing the Gene Grey resurrection arc. Yeah, you know, that that I checked out, and I just, I don't think, I, I'm glad that she's coming back, I guess. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. But uh, the way that they're handling it is super boring and uninteresting. I've I've got the first two issues. I haven't started reading yet. I just wish they would have left it with the young, the, the this mis time placed group that they have, the originals, mm. and you know that they're dealing with living in this modern era because they can't go back to their old time and all this other stuff. I never really connected with the new with the new kids. I wish that they had just gone back to their to their original time. What I like I what I like about it that's X Men Blue. Um, cause now it's like the original X-Men with a version of Wolverine and now a version of Storm. Um, cause they, for some reason they have the vampire version of Storm, um, as now kind oh. of joining their group. Cause there was some weird multiverse thing that happened, um, uh, because of Mojo. Um, oh, Mojo oh. Jojo. Yeah. Yeah. Always Mojo. Uh, he had kind of put all of them in these simulations of different, uh, X-Men classics like Age of Apocalypse and uh, Days of Future Past type stuff. And, oh, that's kind of cool. And Storm, like Vampire Storm, kind of came back with them, and so she's kind of joined their group. And also Logan's son, I think. Uh, I don't know who he is exactly. Draken? No, not... Uh, isn't it Dokken? Or Dokken, sorry. No, he's involved... He's, ba- he's, he's like a bad guy, though. He's involved Always in the been. all-new Wolverine storyline right now with uh, Laura and X-23... No, uh, I forget his name. I keep wanting to say it starts with a J, but uh, it's like his actual like son from another Earth. Oh yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I know he's. <clears throat> I think isn't his name James? Isn't he named? It might after? be James. Yeah, I think it is James. Yeah, uh, yeah and he's a younger version, kind of learning how to use his powers, and so he's yeah. kind of connecting with the younger version of these X Men, and it's been kind he's of. He's got his bone claws, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. been kind of fun, you know, dealing with that with that group, but. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't like the Generation X books have sucked. I've never really liked 
that group with Vampire Jubilee and this new class of kids. I've just I can't find one I like. Like they're all so boring. Mm. I'm a I'm a classic X Men person, I guess. Then gold. Yeah, same here. There's there's just too many there's too many X Men teams and too many X Men characters. Like I just want <clears throat> my classic X Men team from the '90s animated show. Well, they had Jimmy two... Gambit and Storm and Rogue and and, yeah. and the classic five and they had and two good. They had two back then in the comic books. There was gold and blue, I think. Uh, Storm led one and Cyclops led the other. I'd be fine with just that. Just just have gold and blue like they have now, but they also have, you know, all the other crap. But well, yeah, I, I, it would be cool to just have two main X Men books, and then if you want to do short little side stories then that's fine if it turns into something bigger you know if the rogan gambit thing turns into something that a lot of people love and they want more of then just keep it as an ongoing series Mm -hmm. um but start with two don't start with four or five different x-men books it's too confusing that's why i don't read them also because the the cyclops i love isn't on any of the teams uh i did hear today though that they're uh, starting production on a kitty pride solo film yeah, I heard that too. I'm into Me it. Me as well. I'm into it. Tim Miller from Deadpool. He's in charge. Let's do it. Like Tim Miller. Yeah. That kid should, Tim should Miller. Should we hate on it just because it's a Kitty Pride and it should should it be X-Men. someone else? Because it's an X Men product and we're Justin from the Two Bro Geeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking them to task this year. I feel I, I feel a little bad because I I did give him a lot of shit when he was talking about why multiple man, and I was uh I don't, I don't think I was the I don't think. I think I was too direct about saying, why are you dissing on this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about Multiple Man. The only reason yeah. I, I'm not happy about that is just I just worry that Franco wouldn't take it. I mean, it's Multiple Man, and I'll seriously, should you take it? But like, I feel like it'd just be a joke. I think Franco takes every role he's ever done as seriously as it needs to be taken. I mean, think of a movie where he did a bad job, and the Oscars, that one time he hosted the Oscars, doesn't count. Like movie. Where, he where he meant to do a good job, it in. where he meant to do a good job and it turned out bad. Like Your Highness yeah. is a terrible movie, right? But that wasn't supposed to be him taking it all serious. The whole but no, that... but it was supposed to be him being funny, and I didn't really find like I, you know, I I liked certain things like Natalie Portman being super hot and mm. uh, what's his name the the main character I forget his name all the time Danny McBride Danny McBride was great mm-hmm. um uh, certain parts other parts so, but, so but it was more of a land, Danny but again again I, that's that that sounds like the problem was that the humor didn't work for you I'm saying I'm saying name a movie where Franco didn't give it his all I don't know I haven't seen too many serious Franco movies I mean he was he was great as Harry in all the Spider Man movies Spider Man he was great in that hundred and 27 hours. Spider-Man thing. 3. What? Spider-Man 3. Nobody was great in that. No, I think he was as good as he needed to be. I don't think uh, I don't think the problem with those movies are the actors. I think the problem is always the script. I don't know. All right, we're on a tangent anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, <clears throat> I I think Franco takes things as seriously as they need to be taken for the role. So I'm not worried at all. If it if it's supposed to be a a jokey comedy, I think he'll be a jokey comedy guy. If it's supposed to be like, look at this real serious, gritty world, and look at this man who's got all these clones, but what, is it, what does it do to him psychologically? Is he going crazy kind of story? I think he'll, I think he'll turn into a performance that's, that's just fine. If it, He's Franco. If Franco it even, can, Franco's reliable. If it even happens, so who knows? If it even happens, yeah, that's true. Uh, there's, no, there's no saying it's actually going to happen. All right, let's move on to TV shows since we have a little bit of time left, and these are probably the two categories that are going to take the longest. 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, TV, I'll start. Um, my favorites this year, and they're by no means limited to just these, but uh, Runaways, and I'm glad that they got a season two. Yeah, me too, man. I love Runaways. <clears throat> I'm behind, but I still have loved everything I've seen. Gifted also just got a season two, and I've loved The Gifted. Um, I really need to catch up on that because I just got spoiled by some characters that are on that show um, from a Facebook picture. Oh uh, really... no, you got spoiled by the 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 the, the three, right? Yeah, that bothered me yeah. so much. It's so exciting to know that they're in the uh-huh. show, and I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I had seen that happen. Uh, but mm-hmm. what three? Do you want to? Uh, you want to be spoiled? Yes, I'm so far behind. The, the Cuckoo Sisters. Oh, uh, I, I think I'm pronouncing. Yeah. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Um, the, uh, the the cuckoo. I think it's cuckoo. Yeah, cuckoo sisters. sisters. Yeah. At uh, least that's how they pronounce it on the show. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, but Emma Emma Frost's clones. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh man, there was a really cool introduction too. I did not see it coming because I didn't know their individual names. Oh. Okay. And so, and so w- one of them's mm-hmm. on there, and the whole time. She's like she's like this manipulative 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 I can't fucking say the word the manipulative I can't say it Dave say it for me manipulative manipulative, manipulative. manipulative. yes manipulative come on mouth uh, telepath and you're like man this this chick is super evil what the heck is going on why is she playing everyone and then and then you find out why and then you see all three of them together and it's just it when, just works it's so, I thought, it's I, really good I, I thought i only had a couple episodes left when did they first appear this last episode um okay so there was there was this last episode where they've already been established the episode before this most recent one was when was the reveal at the mm. end of the episode like oh shoot there's three of them um i must and be then way the, further behind than i thought wow yeah when you get to the episode where they're for, where, where they're helping some mutants and one of the one of the girls is like I'm a telepath and I think I think there's a problem with that mutant right there I think she's bad mm. that's that's the cuckoo sister okay man yeah I wish they hadn't gotten spoiled for me stupid Facebook it's my own fault yeah I'm way behind so it's my own fault but I wish I had been able to see that as it happened because that's a that, I didn't expect uh, to me that's a bigger character uh, I mean they have some decent sized X Men characters in this show. Um, mm-hmm. with with uh, Blink and um, Polaris, uh, Polaris, yeah, Eclipse and um, Thunderbird, but like you haven't had like the Stepford Cuckoo, Cuckoos, Cuckoos, whatever you want to say, Stepford. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, it does. It, it it is more of like, oh wow, they're actually they're like, actually getting some decent yeah. named characters in here. Yeah, you know? they, had dr- they had Dreamer. It's not just B list characters. Right, right. They had Dreamer on there, which she's like, you know. C-list almost, but played by a, a good actress in Alina Satine. Um, she's the one that can take away people's memories and give them new ones. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And I've liked her storyline so far because it's you know kind of kind of sad. Um, I'm with you, man. I did not expect <clears throat> anything from The Gifted. I did not like any of the trailers. I didn't care at all about the story. Yeah, the only you hope know, I had it, was the cast. That's the only hope I had. But uh, but after that first episode, I I was definitely hooked, and they they haven't done anything to to make the show not worth watching. <clears throat> there's there's always something about an episode that that is intriguing or interesting or fun, and the Cuckoo Sisters was like such a oh it was like oh shit I can't believe it what? <laughs> I like how they named their episodes. Everything's got an X in it. Uh, like yeah, I like that too. Pretty funny. Like but um, my other shows, Agents of Shield season four was fantastic. Got me yeah. back back into loving that show again. 
Um, oh, I just got spoiled by another thing that was on last week's episode of Gifted Stupid Wikipedia. Get off this page. Oh, what was it? Oh, Tell me. No. Hellfire Club. Oh, no. Why would you See, look it up? I didn't. That, I was looking I've at the episode of... names. I was looking at the that episode names about. with the X's. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I glanced across the screen and I saw the words Hellfire. I'm like, son of a. Yeah. Well, it's already been spoiled that, that that's the one you find out the Cuckoo Sisters are members of the Hellfire Club and oh, they want the underground mutants help. Interesting. in some specific project like saving some mutants but without, without, the underground doesn't know about working with them without revealing what the answer is do they ever talk about why the x-men are in hiding uh as as far as the world knows the x-men and the brotherhood are dead okay yeah um, that's what they've been saying that they're gone they keep saying and i can tell you as of this most recent episode it's still not addressed okay so I mean, yeah just, the beginning of the show they kind of talk about it a lot because you're probably wondering as a, as a fan like, mm-hmm. why are these mutants here? There's no X-Men. And... There's casual references here and there, you know, like yeah. the, the X-Men chose us to lead the underground for a reason. They wouldn't want us, you know, teaming up with the Hellfire Club or right, whatever. Right. But uh, there's no, I, I like I like that they're not getting into what happened yeah. to the team because it doesn't matter. Well, but yeah, plus they're leaving it open for whatever retconning or changing they do to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Well, this doesn't take place in those universes, in the in the Fox X-Men universes. They have, they've been keeping it pretty vague. If it is, oh, if it does I, or not. I thought they had said explicitly that it wasn't. Uh, not not so much. They hmm. said that it wouldn't connect to it yet. Or at all. Oh, and it, and it, and it yet, may okay. not at all, but they said it wouldn't. Uh, anyway, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So season 4. They're leaving it open. Yeah, right, right. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 4 has been good. Uh, was good. Uh, I have only watched the premiere episode season 5, and I enjoyed that so far. Um, You've only watched the premiere, Dave? Yeah, I'm way behind on all my TV shows. Season, season five of Agents of Shield is it's getting some <clears throat> taking used to it because uh, it is com- it is really different than uh, seasons past, but um, it's it's good. I like it. I like. That I really in space. like it. I, I love it. I like the premiere, so I wasn't. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like it a lot. Um, the newest season of Black Mirror was outstanding. I have. Two episodes to watch yet, but the first three were fantastic. Um, the first episode the first... was amazing. Oh, the that was um, oh no, what was it? What was that called? The Star Trek ripoff. Yeah, the uh, US, USS something. Uh, yeah. Callister. Yeah, USS Callister. But yeah, that was a great episode. The cast in that episode was incredible, and then how per that you can't get any more perfect than that, really. That cast. Yeah. Uh, the USS Castle. Yeah, Jesse Plemons, Christine Milioti, and Jimmy Simpson alone. Just just Jimmy Simpson would have been enough for me. Jimmy Simpson had the best scene in the, in oh. the entire season. Yes, yes. That that scene when he says, uh, have, have, you, was it, have, have you ever seen an unsuited body exposed mm-hmm. in space or something like that? Like that whole bit. The whole thing with totally the, yeah, his son. Me. Yeah. Like it just kind of turned that character on its head. Like. You're ready to just yeah. This guy sucks. This guy's a dick. And then you find out what... why is he so negative about everything? Right. Why does he ever right. want to try to get out of there? Yeah, yeah. He's so like just real easygoing and doesn't care anymore. Like what happened? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then uh, Christine Chris, Kristen Milioti, I think is how you say her name from How I Met Your uh-huh. Mother. She's awesome. Like that was that was fantastic. And I love the ending when you know I don't want to say too much because it hasn't been. But Jesse Plemons, perfect. Jesse Plemons is just great overall. I mean, like like you said, the the cast was fantastic, but Jesse Plemons, 
why isn't he in more stuff? When it I mean, op- Jimmy Simpson's getting in more stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. in like Westworld and, and some movies and junk like that. Jesse Plemons should just be in everything because he's good no matter what role he's playing. And Jimmy Simpson will go from a sitcom to a drama like with ease. Like he'll be on the weirdest character on uh, It's Always Sunny. <laughs> and then and then he'll go and just be on yep. Black Mirror or Psych, where he's another crazy type character with these nuances, or Westworld, where he's like a straight man. He's the straight man on Westworld. Can you believe? Like you can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Uh, he's talented. Yeah, he's talented. he is my. I said it on Twitter. He is my favorite actor. Uh, just he. he He's one of the best, I think. Yeah. How great How great was Jesse Plemons in that episode going from the nervous, quiet, oh, I don't know if this is such a good idea. To and Captain Kirk. As he's on the USS yeah. Callister, Callister to like, Jimmy, why don't you take us out to Sector 4? Whole different cadence just, and posture and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so great. So great. Just, that was a great episode. Yeah, and that's the one they kick it off with. It's like, how do you even come close after this Like to matching? Like playing the DJ, that's how. That was a great episode. Uh, the Archangel wasn't that good. It was okay, but it was hard to like those characters. Uh, and then uh, okay, that that's the that's the one by Jodie Foster, right? Directed yeah. by Jodie Foster. Yeah, right. Jodie Foster said recently that she's not a big fan of the superhero movies, and she thinks that I mean, not in these exact words, but essentially was saying that it's like dumbing down Hollywood. You know, it's people are people yeah. are are getting suckered into these cheap thrills and, and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. What happened to good old fashioned storytelling? This episode was the most boring episode of Black Mirror I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I, I wanted to fast forward through it so bad. And it was only after the episode was over that I looked it up to find out what went wrong. Why didn't I like this? Because you'd think I would. I'm a single dad. I care about my kid, mm-hmm. you know. I would want it to track up, where she is if I could. It brings but, up a good dilemma. Yeah, absolutely. It brings up a yeah. timely a timely thing too cuz if the story's about a kid, <clears throat> you you already have me suckered in mm-hmm. cuz I I just I love kids in the in the movies too much and and uh well, hold on now. Just a second. Let me rephrase that. I love children in general more than you could possibly imagine. Is that right? Still sounds weird. Huh. Yeah. But anyway, I, I understand what you're saying. Anyway, you already have me emotionally invested if the story's about a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's about a girl, because I have a daughter. And in, so instantly I'm like, oh, no, I don't want anything to happen to that poor, precious baby. No. Yeah. Um, so boring. So boring. So I looked it up after, and it was Jodie Foster, and I immediately thought of what she said. So I hopped on Twitter, and I was like, yo, I'd rather watch Ang Lee's Hulk again than rewatch <laughs> your episode of Black Mirror. That was so fucking boring. I, I, I've never hated an episode of Black Mirror. I've maybe not been super big fans of or didn't think it was as great, but I've never hated an episode until Archangel. I hate this episode. Wow. So boring. Wow. Uh, then Crocodile, the insurance thing was a nice, that was a real Twilight Zone style type episode. I like that a lot. Um, the insurance Agreed. I like. I really enjoyed Crocodile. Yeah, that was, like, you knew what it was building towards. You're like, oh man, this is not going to end good. Like oh, you just that 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 uh wait has Kyle seen it? I hit go ahead. I have. You, I, you don't care about spoilers? No, because I haven't even watched Black Mirror. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, so spoilers for Crocodile. When you got to that scene of the wife of that woman and she had the insurance agent woman tied mm. up in the barn thing. Oh yeah. And that was that was heartbreaking. Yeah. That was awful to watch because I really like that insurance agent. She was amazing. Right, right. Was, and then the oh. then the the baby. 
The baby, what the fuck, man? Being blind, too. They threw that in there. The baby was oh. blind. <laughs> oh, man. It was wrong. So, it was just so wrong. Um, oh. And I've had a hard time starting Metalhead, the black and white one. I don't know why. I just I just have a hard time sitting down and trying to watch that one. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't for me, especially I, coming off of Hang the DJ, which right. is probably one of the best episodes of Black Mirror in general. <clears throat> right, but I want to because I heard Black Museum is really good. I really like Black Museum, so I gotta. Get yeah, to that I one. heard that one's got a whole bunch of Easter eggs towards uh from like past Black it Mirror does. episodes. It does. Yeah, because it's, it's about a museum. Visual, yeah, yeah. Visual. They address it verbally. Um, I'll I'll tell you one of the. Well, no, I don't want to tell you because Dave, I think you'll I think you'll really get a kick out of it. I'm probably gonna it. watch it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I gotta finish that in Punisher yet, so. I still have to finish Punisher too. Oh, I'm glad. You guys still Johnny just went Punisher? silent. No, no, yeah, yeah, I haven't been enjoying it, so I've had a hard time going back to it, especially oh, when, when like Black Mirror comes out. And I'm like, screw it, I'm going to Black Mirror instead. That's, yeah, that's. A I've been rewatching Stargate SG One, so that's <laughs> over finishing Punisher. What? Yes, because I love Stargate SG One, <laughs> dude. I can't lie, I was finishing Star Trek Voyager and Deep Space Nine before I finished that a while ago, but I started Psych Up again because the Psych movie came out, and I've been just binging Psych now. Wow. And then I was binging, uh, while I work, I throw on How I Met Your Mother again, and I've been binging that again. Uh, which It's fairly polarizing. Like, I, I get I get what people don't like about the season. <clears throat> I'm not about, saying I hate it. It's this. just it just hasn't, no, been a, hasn't been as gripping. It hasn't kept your interest. Right, right, it, right. it hasn't been Daredevil season one. Well, none, well, of, none of anything. None of them has been. Yeah, well, none of them. Well, have. I, I'm I'm just trying to like compare it to like, okay, that caught my attention. Like, but I even can... even the first half of Daredevil season two with the Punisher, that was exciting. I I binged that, was, that yeah. immediately. Like, I couldn't that, stop. That, that's the best season of another show, and it's only half a season. Right. Right. Um. All right, and then my number one was Stranger Things two. Um, yeah. And now you know my honorable mentions include like Glow. Uh, I loved Glow. I thought that was great. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll go to Johnny TV. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Black Mirror because that <clears throat> that was one that I caught up oh, on I for- after I wrote that article for I f- you. I forgot one of my honorable mentions, but I'm pretty sure you're gonna. But go ahead. Okay, well, I'll go through some of my honorable mentions. Um, I I, I do uh, I pick a favorite new show and I pick a favorite returning show. Um, but some of my honorable mentions are uh, obviously Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. Um, American Gods. Totally surprised me. I didn't think it could be done, but they adapted they adapted that book. I mean, it's not completed, obviously, but what they've been adapting has been like pitch perfect. It's been a, it's been awesome. Uh, Game of Thrones, which if if anyone listens to Just Two Pals, they'll know that I caught up on the entire series this year, and I'm fully up to date and ready for the <laughs> now, final season. You get to wait a long time with the rest. I of get us. to wait yeah. a long time, but luckily I don't. I didn't have to wait as long as everyone else did who was watching it week to week. Oh, and it gives, gives me time had... to read the books. What's that? It gives me time to read the books. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I definitely don't want to read the books. <laughs> and you had the two of us on that episode where you talked about where we talked about Game of Thrones. Oh, that's right. That's right. A fistful of fellas. Yep. That's what I ended up calling the episode. Yeah. You want a, you want a fist what? A fistful of fellas. Oh, okay. He wants the fistful of fellas. No, I have a fistful of fellas. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So Game of Thrones, um, real. I'm I'm a totally on board. Game of Thrones fan, mm-hmm. ready to go. Uh, Last Man on Earth. I I continue to love that show, and I don't think it gets talked about enough. I'm still getting um, caught up on like two seasons ago. 
Yeah, but it's crazy because the show keeps coming back even though it doesn't get the kind of buzz, you know, that shows like, you know, American Gods got when it first came out or Game of Thrones gets or Rick and Morty. Well, even it's on a, kind of that show that, that consistently returns each season. Right, like on a sitcom level, like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever. Yeah, which I love. I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Um, yeah what else? Run, I'm glad you mentioned Runaways. I, I really have, have uh, enjoyed Runaways. In fact, the season finale airs tonight, so I'm going to watch it after we're done with this. Um Stranger Things, like you said, BoJack Horseman, the new season of BoJack Horseman came out this year. Always good. Every, everything in BoJack's great. And then my last honorable mention is uh, The Good Place, yeah, which I did not think was going to be good. That's that's the one I forgot to mention on mine. I love yeah. I, I love anything that Kristen Bell does, but you throw in Tony – or not Tony Danza, but you throw in uh, – <clears throat> excuse me, Ted Danson. And uh, yeah, I was blown away by it and – I love the ending of the first season, and I'm looking forward to watching the second season. I haven't started it yet. Yeah, I'm. Uh, well, I don't, has it started? Uh, yeah, I think they're halfway through already. Are they? Re- oh shoot, you're right. I just looked it up. Oh my gosh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, their well, season ends. The season ends February first. In fact. <laughs> Holy crap! How come I haven't seen this? Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, I I, I really really love the first season. Did you see um, the Did you see the twist coming? I'm not gonna ruin that for people. I did not see the twist coming until like the episode before the twist. Okay. And when when we got to the episode before the twist, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. There's the, there's a, like only one place that this could go. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and it was that way. So I I didn't. It wasn't something I was on the lookout for. I wasn't on the lookout for a twist. Yeah. I feel like if I know that there's going to be a twist, I'm on the lookout for it, and I can find it. Mm-hmm. But this one caught me by surprise, and it was very well done. Yeah, it and was. It was good. Freaking. Freaking uh, uh, Kristen Bell is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's one of the funniest uh, actors. Dude, it's out there. it's it might be tough to watch now. It's not for me, but I because I still go back to it. It's one of my one a year rewatches every year. Uh, mm-hmm. Veronica Mars. It's three seasons long. Watch it. She's so good. Yeah, I, it was one of those shows I never got into, but I, I think that's a great recommendation. I should go back and check it out. I think it's free on one of those like Go90 apps. Uh, that all the episodes are on there. All you got to do is give them your email address mm-hmm. and you can watch uh, commercials. I've free. always liked Kristen Bell. She's yeah. like one of those actresses where it's like if Kristen Bell's in it, I'll, I know I'll like her mm-hmm. because she's just good. But this, I did not expect her to be as great as she was in this. So the good place definitely got it. Yep. But as far as my favorite ones, <clears throat> um, my favorite new show is The Punisher. Oh, by the I'm way, so bummed you guys haven't watched it, but <laughs> I absolutely love The Punisher. And uh, again, I understand why people don't like it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think people are wrong, you know, un- unlike certain things where I just shake my head and go, you're so dumb for not liking this. <laughs> right. Um, I or for liking this, whatever. Uh, I, I totally get it. I understand. Slow build. You know, sometimes it might be hard to connect with the characters. But for me, everything worked. Uh, with the exception of it, it did take about three episodes before before it really started to get going, uh, um, which is too long. And I do think it was probably three episodes too long. There should have been like a, a nine or ten episode show. But er, er, everything just worked for me, you know? John Bernthal is the Punisher. Um, that guy, and I'm not going to know anyone else's names really, that dude as Micro is yeah. great. Their relationship is great. Uh, ben Barnes, he, he played uh, Billy Russo. Just outstanding. Really, really great. So um, I really love The Punisher. To go back for a second to Kristen Bell, she is playing a voice in Teen Titans Go! The movie. 
Yeah, I knew that. It's also Will Arnett, yeah, I think, right? Yeah. I'm excited for that movie. <laughs> My guess is Will Arnett's probably going to play a, a Batman. I doubt it, because the Batman they have on Teen Titans Go is not Will Arnett. He doesn't talk at all. He just laughs. He goes, ah, 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 ah. Yeah, right, well, right, well, I can't do the laugh. Well, I mean, that could be the thing, too. Like, he could play, like, his Lego Batman version of it on Teen Titans Go. Yeah, but I, 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 would, I would agree with that if it was a camp. I look, I, I, I won't say you're wrong. It's just as someone who watches Teen Titans Go, um, I, I don't that, – that seems less that, – that doesn't seem likely to me. All right. But that doesn't mean it won't happen. But I love Teen Titans Go. And then anyway, my favorite returning show is uh, Better Call Saul. Great show. If you're not watching Better Call Saul, you're wrong and you're dumb. <laughs> you're and, you, and you need to watch it because Better Call Saul is as good as uh, Breaking Bad. It's as good. I'm saying it. As good as Breaking Bad. Which, as everyone knows and agrees, Breaking Bad is the best series on television ever. Well, I'm going to yep. agree to disagree with we that. We all but, agree uh, on that. Breaking Bad, best series ever on TV. Yep, that's why yep. I haven't been able to get past season two on that one. Anywho. Uh, um, well, says so... the guy who can't even finish The Punisher. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Um, but yeah, no, seriously, Better Call Saul's really, really fantastic. I, I love it. And um, <clears throat> I, I enjoy it just as much as I enjoyed Breaking Bad. So check it out. If, if you're not watching it, then please do yourself the favor of checking it out, along with Breaking Bad if you haven't seen it. Kyle. Probably start with Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, start with Breaking Bad for sure. Kyle. But that's I'm all good. my TV. I'm, that's my TV for the I'm year. good with not watching Breaking Bad. I'm fine. Boy, you're really, you're really messing out. You're wrong. I mean, I respect your opinion. I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like one of those people. It's the that, wrong opinion. I don't want to sound like one of those people that talks about the wire in the same way. Like you gotta watch the wire. What are you crazy? You ever watched the wire? Uh, you gotta watch Breaking Bad. Never seen the wire. Oh, damn it. Wire's good. Well, the wire's good, but yeah. the, this is it, not a good time. Hey, can you guys talk for like five minutes to yourselves? No, I because it's your turn. Be a problem at all. It's your turn. You oh, son damn of a this bitch. N- uh... Why don't, we, why don't we talk about movies and he can come back later with TV honorable mentions? That's fine, or whatever. please. I need to. I guess we'll go out of order just because of Kyle. I'm sorry. This, this always the happening. Really this guy just doesn't even watch Breaking Bad or The Wire. Ruins the entire Over... show. But yeah, go ahead. Five minutes. Just leave already, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you do you, boo. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just stop talking and go. Go, Kyle. <clears throat> all right, go ahead with movies, Johnny. <laughs> movies. All right. Well, I got a few honorable mentions. Um. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Um, some of the best movies of the year to me, uh, Thor Ragnarok loved it. Uh, Coco, which if you haven't seen Coco, hurry up and get out into the theaters and see it before it's gone. Definitely worth seeing and way better than I think anyone expected it to be. Um, considering it's, uh, it's about the, the, uh, day of the dead and we've already kind of seen an animated movie about the day of the dead, but this is just so well done. Yeah. George Romero's Um, day of the dead. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That that great classic George A. Romero Disney yeah, cartoon. Every, everyone's seen that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, no, I'm obviously talking about the Book of Life, Dave. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> not not the diary. Um, not the Diary of the Dead at all. No. 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 Uh, let's see. Dunkirk. Really great. Um, I did. I didn't have expectations for it. 
So it was it was real nice to go in there and wind up really really enjoying it. Um, Wonder Woman, obviously, that's got to be brought up. Totally, totally. And I've said this I don't know how many times before. I had no expectations for Wonder Woman because I do not like the DCEU. I've yet to like really anything about the DCEU. I just can't get on board with it. Um, Wonder Woman was fine in Batman v Super in Batman v Superman, but it was a cameo, and it's so different when you go from a cameo to your own full, solo full movie. feature, yeah. And yeah, and and I was absolutely blown away by the movie. It struggles in the third act. I think I think most people can admit that, but a lot of times, uh, no movie's perfect, and a lot of times, you know, when you see a movie, what makes it good or bad is do the pros outweigh the cons, and the pros absolutely outweigh the cons in this movie. So, like, like that, professional. You mean you mean the professionals outweigh the convicts? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Okay, just making sure we're Everybody all. You know, just that. making sure that I know you and I are on the same page, but just that the listeners are following this conversation oh, of short sure of shorthand. Following. Yeah. Well, well, the reason is because <clears throat> even if the convicts team up together, they can't be trusted. Right. You know, so they're right. always they're always like real shifty and shady with each other, and they're gonna shank each other at any moment. That the professionals, I mean, they're they're professionals, they're pros. They've I mean, been doing this for a while. We've all seen the heads in the bad. game. They have we've strategies. seen we've all seen the longest yard. Exactly. Yeah, we've all seen <laughs> definitely maybe. <laughs> definitely maybe. <laughs> what? Oh, I, 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 re- I rewatched that a couple weeks ago. Why? Why? <laughs> because I was feeling a rom com, and and I'm a handsome, chiseled Ryan Reynolds like character, yeah. so I could identify with him. That's awesome. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. What did I say? Wonder Woman, War, War for the Planet of the Apes. Another honorable mention. Great movie. Um, that is just that's one of the best trilogies that ever that's ever existed. It's up there with Star Wars, the Dark Knight trilogy. Which I mean, Star Wars? Which Star Wars? Uh, the only trilogy that matters. Okay, I, I have to. I have to make sure. Yeah, the prequels, because they're the ones with the good special effects. You're you know real. I mean? You're real. Cinema. I agree with the prequels. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, obviously, Pirates Five, great movie, best pirates movie ever. Well, it's on Netflix now. I can actually finally watch that. Yeah, it's not. It's a bad movie. It's not good. <laughs> not a good movie and it doesn't matter how much nostalgia it brings you for the original it's not a good movie um another another honorable mention and i'm sorry I'll, I'll make this one quick uh star wars the last jedi is what one of the best star wars movies ever to me and i get to debate that tomorrow on uh on my buddy's show um and uh he did not care for it like he's a big star wars fan and he didn't care for it so i'm gonna go on there and tell him why he's wrong and why it's a great movie hey if he at all says it's star wars fan fiction just hang up yeah, yeah, what's what, you can't do that. You can't do that. Um, but for me, the best movie of the year, and I'm sure we'll wind up talking about it, uh, is Logan. I think Logan's the best comic book movie of the year. I think it's the best movie of the year. I, I, to me, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that film. There's nothing I would change. It is a, it, it is, it is the closest to a perfect film as per, as movies can get to me. So it's just it's just a phenomenal film just so good all right uh kyle do you want to regale us now with your television of 2017 yeah yeah 2017 uh the orville of the new shows i really love the orville um Mm. i have to finish the orville just because there's so much stuff going on uh but i'm really loving the orville i love the cast 
Um, what other new shows am I watching? Uh, started to get into The Gifted. Need to finish it. It's it's hit or miss with me. I still I, I should finish it and you know, form my own opinion. Um, yeah, you always want to form the, your own opinion. Yeah, the X Files started this year, so can't really say anything about that. Um, but of returning shows, I love all the the CW DC TV shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think the crossover this year was probably the best four hours of TV on um on network television. Um oh, huh, okay. <laughs> and I'm trying to think what else. What else did I watch? Did yeah, you watch The Handmaid's Tale? No, but I did watch Stranger Things 2. I mm. I enjoyed that except for one episode. Um but again, we won't get into that. We won't get into that. <laughs> oh, I know what one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, we won't get into that again. Um, again, <laughs> again, we did. We got into it last time about the Handmaid's about Tale. Things. What about Handmaid's Tale? No, about Stranger Things Volume Two or Stranger yeah. Things. 2. Oh, you mean about how it was the best thing that came out in 2017? Yeah, except for that one episode, which was yeah, totally all all eight of those episodes. Every single episode that was released on Netflix was a fascinating television and better than anything that uh, has been on Legends of Tomorrow ever. Well, that's actually that's actually a fact. I'm sorry, that's just a fact, but that's because they have different budgets. So you know, I will I will say even the worst episode of of Stranger Things, and there are no bad episodes. Even the worst episode uh, is better than most of what most of anything else you'll find on television. That's yes, that's fair. But that one episode was phenomenal. Not great. <laughs> All right, Kyle, please continue. Um, and that—that's it. That's—I mean, Punisher was Punisher's okay, but need to finish it. To, I, I hear, I hear, uh, shit's gonna get real. On uh, these last couple episodes, shit gets very real. Real and in the sense that it's a fictional show. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I mean, the stakes are gonna be, gonna be high. Oh, oh like, they like medium rare, like medium rare. Yeah. Or? A I little can, pink. I can go actually. For, I can go for some steak right now. I could go for some, I could go for a burger. With some t- How do you guys take your steak? Some t- medium. Medium. I guess medium. Yeah. Medium. Uh, I'm a medium rare guy. Medium rare is good too. I like medium rare. Yeah, it's either. You one get a little or... bit more juice. Yeah. And by juice, I mean blood. You're right. It's not quite mooing still, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I then... want to know that I'm eating it in the last seconds of its life. Right. You want to know that it's <laughs> suffered. Quite a bit, <laughs> before, right? Before, excuse me. Was this I was this cow tortured? When I cut into it, was this cow tortured before you served it to me? No, I do not want no, to take uh, it back. Please take it back. I will take my business <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, um, all right, Kyle, do you want to go right into movies? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, going down the line, Logan was pretty good. I still have yet to rewatch it. Um, Wonder Woman, um, amazing. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, funny, uh, but takes away from the character of Thor, but it's still funny. Justice League was um, fun. It was more fun than it needed to be, or than it should have been. But I still enjoyed it. You're saying it was yes, better Johnny. than it. You're better. It's better than it was. It was supposed to be. Than, yes. than you thought it would be. That's fair. Yes. All um, right. Okay. I'll give you that. 
I'll give you that. I'll allow it, Kyle. You'll you'll allow it. I'll allow it. Allow it. Okay. <laughs> because you're right. It it is better than than I think what most people expected it to be. Except for all those protesters outside WB, all thirteen of them. Yeah, go get go get jobs. Cut. Go get jobs, millennials. <laughs> I mean, we want the Snyder cut. Nobody wants I mean, that. It... Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, there is no Snyder cut. They right. have to pay him to bring him back into the studio and recut the film and refilm things. And refilm things. It's not. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Maybe for the Blu-ray. Yeah. But uh, no, Kyle, I'm, I'm I'm with you. I it was better than I than I expected it to be. Yeah, I so. I enjoyed every minute of it. I didn't find like a boring oh, part. Man, of it, now but... you've lost me again. See, it was it was a very different movie going experience than BVS. I was uncomfortable sitting in BVS as it unfolded. Like. The first thing, like, you see him floating, you see baby baby Bruce floating out of the, the, the cave. And I'm like, what is happening here? And then they're like, okay, so he's telling a story. All right, so I get past that uncomfortable feeling. And then Batman starts shooting people with guns, and I'm like, oh, this isn't my Batman. And this is not, what is this garbage? I need an adult. Uh. You're right, Just, and Justice League was not offensive like BVS was. B- right. BVS was offensive because of how it, because of how it bastardized it. Even characters. and the fact that it didn't even have the decency <clears throat> to be a good movie, right? Right. Even my casual friend who went with me to see it early, um, we got screener passes early because we went to like they did that uh, IMAX trailer um, event where you went and you saw the trailer at a theater, just just okay. a trailer. And then they surprise everybody with uh, screener passes that would be a week before the movie came out. And he just so happened to come with me to this trailer because he had nothing better to do. I'm like, and he's like, well, you're going to sit in line by yourself? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll hang out with you. I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, and then we got these passes. And so he went and he's a casual comic book fan. Like, he's just a movie fan, you know? Even he walked out saying that was not good. And that told me everything I needed to know. It wasn't just mm-hmm. me being a hardcore Batman uh, Justice League fan. It was this movie was bad. And I'm glad I was not wrong in that. But Justice League while had a lot of things wrong, was okay to sit through at least once. Well, hey, yeah. that, that Superman is the is the best interpretation of Superman we've seen, aside from the Christopher Reeve version. <clears throat> Which this is the BVS one? Superman. No, no, oh. Justice League. That's Superman. Okay. The one who says, I know a little bit about truth, but I'm also a big fan of justice. Like that! The CGI, the CGI one? <laughs> The CGI, CGI face. Like, <laughs> Superman isn't complete unless his lip looks a little wonky. Did you know, like, we all know that if Zack Snyder had his druthers, like, 30 more percent of that movie would have been Superman versus the Justice League, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. That's what the but whole black costume was. The black costume. I, I'm so friggin' happy it didn't happen. <laughs> like, hmm. I would have, yeah, I would have All right, I'm sorry, Kyle. We've kind of taken well, over the, your... That whole Justice League is a whole conversation we could continue to have, I think. But I think we can all agree that Ezra Miller running is probably the worst thing <laughs> of all time. <laughs> he looks like a frog running on his hind legs. <laughs> like, I've never run like this before. Uh, that He was garbage. <clears throat> garbage, garbage, garbage. Garbage. I... I like no, his take he was on not a flash, Johnny. No, we can't spend too oh. much time on this. We gotta, we gotta we gotta keep going. All right. I like his take on Flash. I did not <laughs> like his running. Um, the other movies in twenty seventeen, Star Wars, saw it twice. Liked it the better. Liked it better the second time. I've heard that from so many people. That's what she said. 
<laughs> oh, that is so much true. Um, my movies of the year, the Justice League didn't make my list, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but my my five top movies were It. Oh, great one! Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, Wonder Woman. And this list mm-hmm. changes with the day as far as what my favorite of the year was. Uh, Guardians Volume Two. Uh, you know, it wasn't as good as the first one, but I remember just being in the theater and having a great time with that movie. Um, and, and emotional, especially at the end. Um, so, and you know, we're all going to be saying Mary Poppins y'all and you know, Mary Poppins y'all, uh, last Jedi, I thought, uh, is the, been the best of the, the new trilogy. There's only two, but, uh, it's been my favorite of the, of the trilogy so far. Um, I'm so happy that you guys liked it. I was real worried after I saw it that. I know you guys are huge Star Wars fans that I mean, you were going to hate it. Obviously, a bunch of my friends do not like it. Obviously, it's not without its problems, but overall, my you know, I'll say it until I'm blue in the face, Ryan Johnson took risks with the Star Wars universe he was given, and I applaud that because J.J. didn't. J.J. played it safe. Did, yeah. And yeah, Ryan Johnson took risks, and not all of them worked, and that's okay, but every time they approached a part where I thought, okay, well, here we go. This is, you know, another empire thing, another emperor type moment. And they, you know, and it doesn't go down that path. And I, I, I was so happy that they didn't go down the predictable path. Mm-hmm. I mean, Canto, you know, Canto Bite didn't need to happen. Fine. It, you know, it, it's That's fine. That whole thing didn't need to happen. And I get it. And that's fine. And they did nothing to progress Finn's character whatsoever. That's a problem. Um, well, they did. It did. Not really. He- he, yeah, he's 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 committed. He calls well, himself rebel scum. He's committed to the cause because right that the last canto bite hanging out with Rose and being betrayed by DJ. All that all that was was social commentary on look at these people profiting on the war, and it was now Finn actually Finn has more than just caring about his friends supporting his reason for staying with the well, with the resistance friend just friend really. He was only really worried about Ray. I mean, he was—he well, cared but, about Poe, but, on that, but... A, on that adventure, he 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 cared about Rose. He already right. had a relationship with Poe. It obviously wasn't as strong as with Ray, but yeah, he's got friends. Now he does. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's flimsy for me with the Finn thing, but I see what you're saying, and I get that. I mean, you're oh, yeah. you're not wrong. The the Canto bite stuff isn't great. That whole that whole chase on the on the horse animal thing that was so stupid yeah that could go i felt like i even better i really felt like that was a studio saying we need a chase scene ryan yeah it does (sighs) kind of feel like i feel like that's not a ryan johnson thing no and we could be wrong it could have been his idea and Mm -hmm. you know i'll I'll, you know whatever but i'll tell you what you take out that whole chase and that canto bite stuff becomes totally palatable yeah to a point yeah okay get, get get rid of the whole parking permit thing or parking ticket thing and you know whatever yeah have, did you know that uh, was joseph gordon levitt Gordon-Levitt. yeah i did i did that yeah. I, I, which is hilarious because it doesn't sound like him at all. No. <laughs> no. uh and you know i like his relationship with ryan johnson his movies with ryan johnson have all been fantastic so Agreed. uh brick and looper are two of my favorite movies um but yeah you know i i go back to last Jedi as he took risks he changed things you know it, i i think a lot of it was a, a big you know middle finger to to JJ, like, you know, like we're going to put these mysteries out there. I'm going to solve them for you with the worst possible answer ever that people will just hate where I has just loved it. Raised parents. I, I love that. And I hope it stays yep. that way. I'm glad they're nobody. I hope it, it stays ma- that it way. It makes a lot of sense that they're nobody. 
and it and it's refreshing because let's not tie everything back to what we know. Let's make new things. But and and also Anakin was a nobody. Right. Anakin was a complete nobody. Luke was and, a nobody. But, for some for some reason nobody's going, "Oh, I wonder who Anakin's parents were. Were they someone special?" No, it doesn't matter because he's a prodigy. And Ray is a prodigy, and you don't have to be connected to right. for, any particular bloodline to be a prodigy. Right. For a movie and about three fourths of another movie, Luke was a nobody. Absolutely. And did you really still care cared about him? Did you really care who his parents were when you saw Star Wars? No. No. Better. No. It was the answer was Ben Kenobi told him that his you know his father was killed by Vader. That's all you needed to know. Yeah doesn't matter and then the shock of it being vader was great yes but we don't need a a parental shock in every star wars movie yeah yeah i started throwing up a bunch of memes with that little kid with the broom like who are his parents star wars fans are like who are his parents (laughs) ayla sakura and chewbacca they have to be somebody (laughs) oh i bet it's boba fett oh yeah. No, it's Phasma. It's Boba. Oh, it's Boba Fett it's and Boba the Sarlacc. Fett and Phasma. It's Boba Fett and the Sarlacc pit monster. <laughs> That's how we got out. All right. I'm uh, glad we're all in agreement that that the Last Jedi was a was and, a good movie. And then my last movie. I can't do a top five movie without talking about Get Out. Oh yeah, Get Out's great. And because you need to see Get Out, I did a I did an article for Entertainment Earth this week about uh, Disney's box office because I did one last year. Uh-huh. Um, about how this was a you know another record-breaking year, and Disney won again, and Warner Brothers was second. But in researching it, I found out that this is a huge year for horror movies, which brought up one billion dollars in box office movie revenue. Wow, um, impressive! So the horror genre was second to the superhero genre, which I think is fantastic news. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, horror. Yeah, I mean, you you can definitely see that that horror movies have <clears throat> have risen in quality and. And there's a reason that they continue to get made now. And I don't know. You might debate whether or not Get Out's a true horror. It's a psychological thriller, I guess, maybe more so mm-hmm. than a horror movie. But I would, you know, it's it's terrifying. It's more uh, horror than it is a comedy or drama. Yeah. I uh, I'd, I'd say it's more a drama than it is a horror. Right, but it's less. I don't know where you get comedy. <laughs> because it was because it was nominated for best comedy. Oh, that's Golden Globes. I mean, they did the same yeah. thing with The Martian. I mean, it's the, yeah. they do the stupidest thing because they want the movie to be on there, right? right. And they won't give it the courtesy of respecting it as a best film, right? Be a best comedy. They won't put it in that category, or they won't make a best horror category or best like th- like thriller category. Mm-hmm. Where well, know. it's the same. They they still won't make a best uh, CG character, mm-hmm. right? Live live uh, live motion capture best motion capture character right well i mean they only just give it to one person every year yeah well wait a minute what about jamie bell is the thing in fan four stick you don't talk about that movie all right oh, okay. so is that everybody we all talked about movies <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah, we wait wait well we didn't talk about blade runner 2049 at all oh that's uh, that movie, a good movie killed it this year because i didn't go yes, see it, it. Did, so. and it did and it did a, a just as well as blade runner did when it came out it made not enough money to to really to make the studio confident in a sequel, but it got the kind of reviews that Blade Runner got when it came out. Just talking about how great it is. <laughs> okay, it, it got good reviews. It's just that no one went to go see it, including, yeah. including myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's worth a watch, man. You oh yeah, I will yeah. when it comes I mean, out on rental. I wasn't going to the theater for that one. It's out on rental now. I mean on digital. Yeah, I don't do digital. Oh. <sighs> that was that was great. 
Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was was perfect in it. He was so great. It'll be on Netflix on January twenty third. That's when I'll watch it. Wait, really? Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I think we're gonna start seeing a lot more yes. unique properties on Netflix because Disney's gonna wind up pulling all its stuff out and putting it on Hulu. Right. Or or they're or they're merging mm-hmm. Hulu with their own Disney network and yada yada. So we won't have any Marvel movies. We won't have any Disney movies. No Moana. You know, it's just gonna, uh, it doesn't it, say Netflix, Netflix gonna have to broaden their. It doesn't say Netflix their, uh, streaming. It says Netflix and Redbox distribution set for January twenty third. I have to imagine streaming's on there too. Oh, okay. Well, not necessarily, because yeah. I, I still think Net, Netflix and Redbox are gonna get movies that they'll ship out to people like a rental service. But the streaming service, well, I'll go I to Redbox. I got I got for Christmas a free one free movie from a from a like friend of mine's kid. Oh, cool! Nice. So, what are you, what are you gonna? What movie are you gonna get? I'll get I'll get this one, Blade Runner. Oh, okay, Blade Runner. Yeah. That way, I'll have spent nothing on it. Take that! <laughs> uh-uh. Take it's that! Worth the money, man. It really Philip K. Dick. <laughs> Twenty forty nine was really good. <clears throat> it made two hundred fifty nine million. It doesn't need any more money. Oh, oh, well, that's a lot of money. Don't you hate that argument when you're like, oh, Justice League underperformed. Yeah, but it made $700 million. No, that's still underperforming for the very first team-up movie of the it's, DC character. It's not. The, the underperforming thing doesn't bother me. Love. It's when they call it a failure. When they call it a failure, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> It'd be a failure if it made if it didn't, less than it. Right, if it didn't make a profit. what they made it for. It, right. did, it did not make back its money. Justice League did not make it. No, it yeah, didn't. it did. I'll look nope. it up right now. I almost, I'm 100% sure because I just it did needed, research. It needed to make. 300 million uh, was the budget. It made 652.8 million. No, it, it, but but that's not counting in uh, all the other costs for uh, marketing and stuff like that. The WB needed to make 700 million on it in order to break even. Oh, it'll break even. It's only, it's at 650 already. And plus, right. the, and plus with I, DVD as, and Blu ray sales. Right, but I'm saying as of right now, they, they've lost money on it. So, yeah, those will affect it, and it will probably get over <clears throat> 700 once DVD and, and Blu-ray sales and yada yada start taking effect. But the fact is, as of right now, it that movie should have made $700 million easily in the theater. It should have made back its money in the theater. It shouldn't be relying on DVD sales. <laughs> so, in that, in that aspect, it is a failure, because WB is, is not happy with the kind Wait, of money it made. Wait, Power Rangers come out this year, too? Yes, it did. Oh, oh it did, yeah. That's a movie that that underperformed, but was still a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. I saw that with Dave. Dave and I went and saw uh, Power Rangers. I still better get my sequel with the Green Ranger. That's all I'm saying. I know, right? They, I, they I, I have a feeling we're going to be very disappointed. Especially since like actors from that show have gone on to do Stranger Things 2. And uh, <laughs> what, what's her name is in something, too? Naomi Scott. What'd she just get cast in? She's, oh, Aladdin. She's in Aladdin. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's Jasmine. Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah, Power Rangers was good. All right. Uh, oh, yeah, she was in the right margin. Uh, okay, that's our show. Uh, we will be back next week. Very quickly, very, very quickly, actually. Uh, Johnny, tell people about your mm-hmm. other podcast, okay. which is currently on hiatus. It is on hiatus, yeah. Uh, well, okay, so so I guess real quick, like you said, uh, Randy and I kind of jumped into the podcasting thing real quick, and it kind of we ended up committing to it so much faster than I think either of us kind of anticipated we, we would wind up uh, getting into and both of us had kind of personal lives that we were we were getting some things organized so 
now we've got a new year. Uh, he and I both have some stuff that we're going to get sorted out as far as, uh, you know, personal lives and getting things organized so that we can commit to doing the show on a regular basis and putting it out consistently. Cause that's always, that, that's always been our number one problem is consistency. So, uh, in order to make it the kind of show that I think we want it to be, we're taking a little break, getting some stuff organized, uh, improving on some things and then we're coming back and that'll be just two pals once that comes back, but it's not worth going into all that stuff cause it's not ready yet. So it'll, it'll be back eventually. Just two pals. Just, we're just a couple of guys, just two of us. We're just, we're, we're uh, talking the, the podcast um, and that's it. Wow. Real quick. A 7.6 earthquake is hitting the Honduras Caribbean area. Oh, yeah, I just saw that. Which is oh, shit. Threaten, threatening a huge tsunami. <clears throat> so I hope everybody's mm. safe. Um, I don't know if we have yeah, any. No if, I don't know if we have any Honduras listeners or Caribbean listeners, but if you have family there, I uh, hope they're safe. Um, Kyle, segue into. Um, uh, I do uh, the Legends TV Talk podcast uh, with myself, my friend Bo Bell, and my friend Will. Uh, you can follow us on Legends Talk TV on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook at Legends TV Talk. You can follow me at Kyle Krause 89 And 2018 is going to be a better year. Then what? I agree. <laughs> if 2017 I mean, be wasn't worse. a good year for you. Well, I mean, it can only get better. Things can only get better. I don't know. 24, 20, positive 2017 story. was better than 2018 so far. Uh, for me, at least. Well, anyway, started, my friend. Uh, yeah, and I am jobless. Oh, no. So um, we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of those fantastic things, and YouTube. Subscribe, like, all of that great things. Uh, at Atomic Geekdom. Uh, one more time, Wizard World tickets. Get 20% off of your ticket purchase at checkout by using the code ATOMIC20. And stay tuned for our giveaway of a pair of three-day passes to the St. Louis show, which is February 2nd, and, uh, 2nd through 4th. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, we've done giveaways before. We've given away lots of cool stuff. This is probably one of our better giveaways. Uh, these In are... fact, Dave, you know what? Let's do one better. How about if you want a discount on your wizard tickets, do Atomic Geek them, and then whatever your favorite number is, and then that's the discount you'll get on your ticket. No. Sorry. It right? does not work that way. Oh, okay. And it's Atomic 20, <laughs> not Atomic Geek. Let's, right. let's not confuse people. Atomic. 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 35% off. We'll get you nothing. But Atomic 20 oh. will get you 20% off. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it now. And that's for any of the city shows. So they go to, you know, Madison, Kentucky, Chicago, uh, Pittsburgh, or no, Philadelphia. Uh, they're all over the place. But uh, the giveaway is for St. Louis. So if you're going to enter the giveaway, make sure you can actually go to the St. Louis show February 2nd through the 4th, um, which I've been to that one, actually. And that's a good one. And they got Sebastian Stan. That's a good get. That's oh, that the, is a good get. That is the Winter Soldier, everyone. And he was also... And, and um, I, Tanya's wife. Husband. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tanya Harding's husband. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the actor who played Tanya, Tanya Harding's husband in the movie I, Tanya. There you go. <laughs> which I want to see. Actually, yeah. did you guys see Tanya Harding was at the the, uh, the Oscars? Uh, the yes. Golden Globes? The Golden, Golden Globes, Globes, I mean. Yeah, the Oscars, not yet, but she'll probably be there. What is, what is she doing there? No idea. And she should not be celebrated. That's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, but no, he was the star of Gilmore or Gossip Girl and, and uh, Black Swan. Oh. Uh, he was in oh. the Hot Tub Time Machine. So much gossip. And and he was in Ant-Man in an uncredited cameo role. 
Was he really? In the credit scene. In the oh that oh. <laughs> he was also he was also in uh, Once Upon a Time. Uh, and yeah, he was the Mad Hatter, and he was uh um, Martian. Yeah, he was in the Martian. He was on. I the- hope I hope he's he acknowledges that we're pimping him more than we've ever pimped anybody else. Ever. He's a cool. He seems like a cool dude. Um, he does. You know, he's Romanian. I do. I did. I, I do. Oh. And he went to Rutgers. Oh, Rutger Hauer. All right. Yeah, Rutger Hauer University. R H U. All right, that's our show this week. A little extra packed, hour 43. We'll be back next week where I think we're going to be talking 90s stuff. We're going to talk oh, 90s cartoons, to, uh, sitcoms, yeah. TV shows, TGIF, all that good stuff. Uh, in homage to a new podcast I started listening to that kind of got me inspired to talk about those things. So uh, we will talk about that next week. Uh, everybody have a good week. Stay safe. Be good to each other. Uh, be positive. Don't be negative. And, uh, you know. Say goodbye. And also, Atomic Geekdom 34 to get 34% off your ticket. Not true. Goodbye.